I'm Hewins and I'm Son. Ow. Uh, together we're Hewins and Son, a uh, filmmaking duo. That's right. That's. We got the camera rolling right now. Yep. Can't stop. So let's get into some action. All right. Well, I brought you here to talk about what's most important in Hewins and Son history as of the week of January. It's January 15th. 2022 okay what's most important um i mean that would be making great movies right that is important to me yeah i mean there's a lot more a lot, a lot more that's important but i thought that's what we talked about settle all right yeah settle everybody can I run to craft services real quick? <laughs> I need a bar. I need a nutrition bar or something. All right, so, you know. That went nowhere fast, did it? <laughs> well, I didn't know if we were going into the joke or if we're going in, back into what's important. I, well, let's get serious. <laughs> All right, seriously. I told you I didn't want you joking around too much before we started this. All right. I mean, I'm not joking around. So yeah, let's, let's, get into it. I'm, I okay, into what it. are you waiting for? I'm not waiting for anything. I don't know what we're talking about. Is, Is it still recording? I guess. I see a red light. All right. All right, well, I, I, you know, I figured that you would just talk about the most important things to you. And I would try to, you know, seek to understand first and then to be understood. Okay, uh, that's a, that's good. I, I mean, I guess I was thinking uh, as I came back from my little errand that, you know, we had started a podcast and uh, just made one and then didn't do it again. Mm -hmm. uh, then we attempted to do movie reviews and that kind of went <laughs> south because there were no movies we liked and we didn't want to be negative. Right. But it's not true. We do like some movies. Mm -hmm. But we have, I like to say, discerning taste. Uh, some people call me highly opinionated in a <laughs> negative way. But I, I know what I like. And so what I've set out to do is make movies that I like and that I think will be a positive, uplifting, or inspirational, right. uh, or will be inspirational content out into the world. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to make... Um, C-R-A-P I don't want to make mm -hmm. uh, things that are negative or you know I, I don't care for overly you know sexual or nudity type things I don't care it goes for, your Oscar yeah I don't I don't care for you know extreme violence for no apparent reason I, I do like stuff that's gritty but what I was <laughs> going to say was uh you know, we talked in the beginning about story, uh, and you and I kind of set out as our goal to understand story and and you know become as expert as possible in the craft of story. So I was kind of thinking about that. Yeah, and I mean it's it's something that's still important to me, but I think we've both learned a lot over this past couple of years as we've read the books. You know, read the classics, watched the films, examined things, picked them apart. 
And, uh, you know, so I, I'd say, let's, let's talk about that. I mean, that's, that's what we're passionate about is, is making great stories and films that stick with people and that mm -hmm. inspire people. So, uh, that's what I'm going to continue to do. Right. Well, I think that the big thing is, uh, that strikes me from the last podcast we did to, to this one. Uh, so I guess a couple years or a year or so and a year, a lot uh, has changed on the perspective of great story. I think it probably when I first set out to go, all right, I'm somebody who wants to write and I haven't studied a ton about stories. Uh, I kind of know what I like in terms of movies, but I want to understand story. I think I thought there would be a more direct formula, definite formula yeah. out there that many people would agree on. Right. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, I think that I just thought that oh well this guy agrees that he likes stories told well and I agree that I like stories well told then we're gonna just be we're gonna get along great but I, I think it's opinion comes into it highly I don't think uh, well uh, just talking about that so <clears throat> when we especially for you, because you were really new to it. Mm -hmm. I, I had read some of the books before. I have written scripts. I've made a movie. So I, I knew some of those things, the guidelines, if you will, the rules of, of screenwriting, the three-act structure, the plot points, you know, the, the climax, you know, the midpoint, all these different terms. Mm -hmm. And those were new to you. And I, I think, you know, coming in new and fresh, you want to go, all right, well, what are the rules? You know, show me the the roadmap, and then I'll just plug in my right. my creative ideas into it. And it's it's what we found out is it's not that cut and dried. Some people like to think that, but I I believe that's one thing I've learned is that that formula is a little looser. Mm -hmm. And some people in Hollywood might say, no, it's you got to stick with this, and that may only be just to weed out people because they get so many submission so many scripts thrown at them so somehow they've got to weed those out but you can look through the classics and they don't always follow a certain formula right yeah there are certain things that they hit and i think the basic three-act structure is one of those things you know when you talk about plot points i remember when i first got into writing I thought, oh gosh, you've got to have this plot point and it has to be at page 30. You know, if it's at page 32, you've blown it. You know, if it's at page 25, eh, maybe it's okay. But, you know, and I thought the rules were a lot more cut and dried. But what I think I understand and what I like is just that there are points in the film that, you know, keep the audience engaged. So that's what a plot point is. So you can't have a flat line, you know, it's boring, boring, boring for past 30 minutes because then the audience is going to leave. So yeah, you better put in a plot point that turns the story in a different direction. But, you know, I think if you keep it, you know, going up and down and bouncing between, you know, highs and lows that you can keep the audience engaged no matter exactly what page that is on. That's just my theory. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, there's also certain people who write with character arc in mind and uh you know there are 
books I've read where it's more about they say that story is more about what how what happens transforms the character so you could also say that well you're going to need some pretty big you know conflict filled points and turns in order to really create a strong change in a character or create a strong well, and that's, character yeah and you know one of our favorite movies is back to the future and we've talked about that that the lead character doesn't really change that much even though he experiences something pretty mind-blowing mm -hmm. you know he goes back to the past and back to the future and sees you know a huge change in the people around him so you know the satisfaction is maybe in those characters around him so it doesn't necessarily have to be the lead character yeah. um it, it is satisfying i think for us as an audience to get in the shoes of somebody and, and root for them and hope that they change if they need to be changed. But I think there are plenty of examples of movies where the lead character doesn't change that much and it's still satisfying that, you know, whatever they go through uh, is an interesting journey. You know, I think, you know, we talked about Rocky. Uh, you know, I don't know that he changes all that much. He's a good guy throughout. Uh, yes, his life situation is going to change because he just went ten or fifteen rounds with the champion. So, uh, yeah. Well, I feel like he learns some things, though. Like I feel like he's got a bit of a self confidence problem to sort of yeah, he thinks sort he's a bum. And I feel like that's the the solution to his self confidence thing is realizing uh, I just want to be somebody who who goes the distance yeah yeah so yeah i mean it's you know it's an underdog story and so you you pull for him when you see him trying and training really hard you know and you've seen that he's a nice guy from the beginning and he you know he's nice to adrian and um you want him to be able to afford dog food for his dog mm-hmm but he's also flawed as well you know i mean he's gotten into shady business and i mean he tells that little girl maybe you know maybe he's a little too uh you know pushy with telling that little girl that she's gonna end up out on the streets or whatever but he's trying to do good but he you know he ends up kind of offending her or whatever uh, and so I, I feel like he he's kind of flaw it's not like you know he, then the girl just flips him off or whatever by the time he finishes walking her home but you know it's not like he's a perfect guy who tells her some sort of mo motivational speech that then by the end she's like you're right Rocky so I feel like we also sort of you know, we see that he's a good guy, but we also see that there's some frustration between him and the world that, you know, he's trying to do good things, but the, it's just not really working out yeah. for him. Yeah. And if you watch the subsequent films, you know, he will deal more with that. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that any are as good as the original, but, you know. That's All right, don't, we, we specifically avoided opinion-based yeah, right. yeah, reviews because 
That's so yeah. So that's the thing is that uh, I I thought that we would gain some sort of knowledge about storytelling that they, that it would be like all right a good story everybody agrees on what a good story is and you know we can just so what what have you learned um what are your big takeaways thus far what have we read about 20 different screenplay books yeah we've watched how many hundreds of films <laughs> right yeah a lot of movies that are supposed to be really really how many good. how many classic novels have we read and short stories well I, I think I told you the other day one thing that I've really learned is what it ultimately always comes down to is that you're going to whether you're a novel writer or a screenwriter you're going to have to be in this place where you're just typing their line by line and you're going to be having to just do the best that you can with what you know you know and i just feel like there has been the way that i write in terms of that process of well you're only writing something line by line has always been the same for my entire life just now i've taken in different things for inspiration um and you know maybe now i feel like i can see a longer see tactics for coming up with scenes to you know if i'm trying to write a screenplay where before i i would have thought this is a lot of space to fill how am i gonna write all this these pages now i've have a little bit more of like tactics for how I, how I could come up with what's going to fill those pages and have somewhat of a roadmap to it. But well, so so boil it down. If you you're going to sit down and write a screenplay, you tell me you're just going to start typing and see what happens, or what what are the what are your building blocks? What would you start with? Um. Well, I would start with the story idea you know this whatever this idea is that is interesting to me that keeps coming up in my head that i could say mm, i like this idea over other ideas i've had and then i guess i would try to develop that idea into a character a couple of characters or maybe a little general premise um and then I would probably try to figure out, well, I, I'm doing my second screenplay right now. So I, you know, I'm doing it differently than I did the first time. Um, and then I guess if you believe in character arcs, to me, the character arc is the biggest, you know, character that is flawed, that has some <clears throat> sort of internal conflict. That's the the biggest thing to me that each scene to determine why the scene should be in the movie is asking, well, what does it matter for this character? And so that's the, that's the biggest thing for you is a character that has an arc. Yeah. So that's going to drive everything that you write. Yeah. And so, you know, some scenes, like there's probably scenes in Rocky that you might say well this does how does this technically further the film i feel like we were talking about a scene that could have been cut but 
if it staying there still like helps you connect with the character more and understand their you know their soul of wanting to do right but having this conflicted way in which they see the world you know this misbelief or whatever i think that you know i think that it could be there still if it doesn't there could be scenes that aren't directly going towards the arc but just developing the character and their their misbelief i don't know like that's the other thing is i don't think there's a hard and fast rule i mean i think it's more instinctual in terms of feeling does this feel right so i think there could be scenes that maybe you can't even think of how to justify it being there but if it just if it feels right being in there then then do it yeah and i think that's something that we've talked about and that may have may have discovered over this time is for me it's it's that feeling of um a taste or you know it's like the pacing like you you and i both edit we've edited stuff and when you edit something together you know you you have to cut it somewhere and so you got to get that feeling do i cut it on this frame or do i cut it on mm-hmm. this frame what feels the best um to keep that pace and the momentum going and i think that's the thing with for me with movies you know, I can't stand when I'm in a movie and I'm like starting to go, mm, okay, what time is it? When's this going to be over? Because then obviously you're getting bored. Something's mm-hmm. dragging. So, you know, for me writing, I think no matter what the scene is, if the character's arcing in that scene or if it's, you know, getting you to fall for that character more or you're showing their empathy for that character, you know, just as long as the pacing and flow of it keeps you in. Because whenever I give somebody one of my scripts to read, I always ask, you know, were you ever bored? You know, because that's the last thing you want is the audience to be bored, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's part of it. I, and you were talking about the character arc in each scene is this, you know, are they arcing or whatever. Reminds me of that one book that we read, that really thick book that, um, you know, and the guy talked about how, you know, it, it you either end a scene on a negative note or a positive note, and there was the space in between. I'm not going to say it because it'll give away the book. But, you know, like that was so important where I don't always think that's the truth. If there's something interesting going on on the screen. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that's... <laughs> I, I think that's could, the fridge. Yeah, I think that's the fridge. I think you and I agree that maybe some of the superhero movies aren't some of our favorites here. I go, you know, <laughs> being a critic again. Well, see, but there's things that go on in those movies that's spectacular, and it's you know, it's an amazing. How did they shoot that? And it's you know, fanciful or whatever it might be, and that's cool too. You enjoy it. We just watched a movie last night uh, by a director who's done two films that we really, really, really like and some that we don't as much like, but Mm -hmm. you know, I, I enjoyed the detail he put into it and, and the neat things. I mean, it was, it was visually interesting. It was the way it was written. I could tell there was great care taken in the dialogue and how the story went. Uh, and I may not think that it's a super strong story or my favorite film or whatever, but I could appreciate things. So there's that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I told you not to talk about that beforehand. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about that. I did, I'm not naming it. Um, well, you know, the thing about talking about the superhero movies, I think, is the whole opinion thing. You know, that, that's the thing, is we have an opinion, and you got what's that whole saying about opinions? Is You know, it's supposed to be that everybody has one, and it's not, too, it's not uh, always that... Sometimes it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's the, the ultimate thing is, uh, you know, I, I don't want to talk about my movie opinions all day because I, I would rather try to connect with people. And, and not, I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. just, I'm talking about the elements of story. What, right. what makes, you know, a good story for me, for you, for whoever else. Right. And so talking about what you've learned. Well, and, and I guess that's the thing is that we, we're figuring out what a good story is for us and we have to label things and we have to put things into certain categories for ourselves or else we're never going to be able to figure out what we're supposed to be writing like exactly. because there's so many different ways to so for to you write something. let me understand this for you it's a character that arcs and it's a satisfying arc so this character that's well i i would say a more general way to sum it up other than just a character arc is to feel that there's some sort of lesson learned that there there was that the character learns yes, a lesson yes, or that the audience that, that the character learns some sort of lesson that there was some sort of growth that they went through hard things and came out of it learning some sort of lesson because to me that's what i i feel like i don't know if i could completely tell you what the character arc is in rushmore nor do i really care about the specifics other than the fact that it feels like at the end that this character that I cared about struggled and went through this thing that really pushed him where he was in life uh, to come out a little bit wiser, you know, a little that something was learned that perhaps has made them a bit of a better person and I feel like that you know with Rocky alright well maybe there's not a complete character arc that you could say well this guy was like Scrooge and then his heart opened up and he went from evil to good or whatever or poor to rich or whatever uh, I don't think I'm all about this arc that is complete change it just to feel like they struggled and went through some uh, these hard things for something to to come out on the end and for it to be just some sort of general truth that, it, you know, I don't know, just that the story feels like it has some sort of truth behind it that it leaves you with, like going the distance or whatever, you know, rather than a movie that just is like, it seems like the filmmaker the writer or if you're reading a novel that they are still contemplating things and they don't know I don't like it when they they end off and it feels like they don't know what the answer is I, I want it to to be something that gives me something that you know maybe even if I can't even tell you what the the lesson was that it was learned but that just that it feels like there was some sort of piece of value there I don't know See, I'm still figuring it out, but hey, yo, hey, hey, I'm still figuring hey. it out, okay? Hey, yo, Just give me a little time here, okay. huh?
Come on, Rocky. Hey, hey. come on, hey. Hey. All right. Well, that's good. We're you all know, we're all figuring I, it out. I, I think that, like I said, the big thing is that, like, I'm writing on the second screenplay. I'm doing it a different way. Obviously, I'm still in a stage of working on it where I'm not typing an actual screenplay document. I'm writing the long outline for it, uh, which, you know, I know you write a little prose outline thing, basically. And uh, I'm doing that, but I'm, I think it's at like 6,000 words, which in some cases that would be like a short story or whatever. So this is more of a longer outline. Um, and, you know, as I'm, once you, you know, when you're on the outside of your story and you're like, I'm going to write a story about this, I'm going to do it like this and it's going to have this point to it. You know, it's good to know those things, you know, what you're going for when you, st but then once you get into it, you're always the same uh, as you are when you're writing anything and that you're, you can only be in one little detail at a time. You've got to write the details of they walked in the door, they sat down, they take a breath, do they hold their breath, whatever. You've got to be in it detail by detail and you can't constantly, you know, I have tried to think about like 30 different things at once while writing one scene and it's very hard for me to do that. I don't know if anybody can do that. I've tried to like look at different things. I've written notes to myself on paper while writing one thing and it's pretty hard for me to do. And um, I just think that some of, after reading all these books, there are so many rules that if I tried to line up all the rules on a sheet of paper and look at it before I, as I type each line of my screenplay, I would probably never type a screenplay because I think a lot of the rules conflict each other because no, none of these rules are hard and, and fast rules. So I think, you know, one rule would say, you know, always be short and sweet, but then, you know, one rule would say, well, you've, you've got to just let it all out or whatever. And one rule would say, always go with your heart, whatever comes first. And another rule would say, mm, always use the 10th thing because 99% of everything is crap, you know? So I just think that that is, so anyway, you, you know, you're always the same when you're, when you're in it going line by line. So, you know, to me, the, the biggest advice is still never give up uh, because you know, you've got to, you've got to persevere. And I, and I think from the first podcast, we already, already had this, which was positivity. You've got to stay positive about it. You've got to have a positive attitude. And, and I think that another thing that I realize is that you can have a positive attitude and things still be um, not peachy all around you. Like, uh, it's just a fact that if you sit and write for a while, whether you have a, I've got a floor desk, so I sit in the floor, or if you sit at a real desk, you're probably going to find yourself in some sort of curled, gnarly position that you're going to have to stretch yourself out of. And I, I just think that like working out, you're going to, you're going, you know, if you're a football player, you're going to get injured. 
I mean, you're going to work out, you're going to get sore. There's just going to be things that are uncomfortable about the process. You know, you're always supposed to put your phone on silent before you go on the set or into the movie theater. I feel like I shouldn't have to explain this. That anymore. was there for a lesson. That was for a lesson. Yeah. Always silence your phone. Sorry. You weren't that, supposed to do that. Did, did you forget? Hey, now let's get serious. Did you forget what you were going to say? Hey, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, good. Well, I'll talk now because you're not giving me much time to talk. Dude, I was just saying that something about being sore. That it, it will be uncomfortable sometimes. There will be times that what is looking at you on the page is not so obviously to your own mind gold. And that is not where you can find your motivation. There have been, because I know when I wrote some of my short stories, there were moments that I just thought, this is so stupid. I just want to finish this story. Yeah. But then I would read it to you and, you know, well, you're probably pulling my chain. You're probably lying to me, but no. But then you would say, no, wait, that was not as bad as you thought it was. I probably said it nicer than that. Yeah, I know. But that's the, the main takeaway is you might be writing something, you know, uh, so there are times that you've got to push through when the external factors may not be <laughs> ideal. I, I really need to take that call. It's, I'm sure it's Hollywood calling me to give me some money. So that's your advice. Never give up. That's my advice is never get up. Never, <laughs> never get up from your desk. No matter how sore you are, crunched over, and your back's hurting, you just gotta keep writing. <laughs> but I think you yeah. you can smile. You know, you can try. To, the point is trying to smile when you're. What all is the point? Rolling. Usually, most stories have a point, and it's pretty good to get to it quickly. Yeah, never give up. Never give up, and just do it. Do it! Okay. I think that's enough. I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do it on a down ending like that. That's why That's why those guys go, this is a dang good show. Because you, otherwise you go, yeah, okay, that's it. All right, well, how are you going to end? I'm going to say, cut. That's a wrap!